Okay, well, in the meantime, before we get I don't understand. Tell me what's happening with Yellowstone and why we're blowing up. We're talking about volcanic volcanic eruptions. So, so yeah, I don't understand. volcano of the magnitude that if it did erupt, it would cover North America with... We're talking about Yellowstone National Park, yes. like California. Yeah. So, so, Cal so It's supposed United to fall States, off the earth or something. Yeah, but the United States has three out of the five major supervolcanoes or something like that, but Yellowstone in particular is so... <coughs> I forget yeah. the exact name for the type of volcano, but... Big? Like ginormous? It's a supervolcano. Is that a word? It would, it would cloud the atmosphere and it would kill the sunlight coming in. Yeah, they said the smoke alone would kill us. Not even the lava. The smoke would kill us. The ash. Yes, sorry, the ash. Sorry. From a <laughs> volcano in California? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. It's Did huge. Yeah. A super caldera. That's what it is. A what? A super caldera. A super caldera? Yeah. Is that all one word? It sounds Spanish. <laughs> Did you see what happened in Pompeii? How people yeah, were not I able... Saw, yeah, They couldn't I outrun the it. Movie. Basically, that's what would happen, right? <laughs> and they, yeah. they actually just found some... <laughs> People like, I, I mean, that's pretty sad, it eh? Is. So, like, I mean, Pompeii, we laugh about it, but you know, no, I'm not laughing. That's <laughs> sad. Is. Yeah, no, that's pretty sad. You, know, you want to really? go quickly, so, like, do some you know, drilling. I, you know, <laughs> like, did Pompeii really happen? I mean, it's so long ago. It's like, was Jesus really human? You know, like, I guess it's, it's all it's relative. Total aliens. You know, I know. Anytime I hear this stuff, I'm like, it's all shroud it's and all rhetoric relative, and, yeah. and and like, I don't myth. It's a lot of mythology, but. It is. But at the same time, I mean... The undeniable truth is it is a volcano. We know yeah. that's happening. Yeah. I mean, that's why there's geysers there, right? Absolutely. No, I don't know. Those are, those are the warning there. signs, right? Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a horse. Isn't that what it was? I don't know. What, no, I don't know what we're talking about right now. There's so much what, happening. So No, but I, I'm like, do I need to be worried and start building no, one of those because, bunkers to no, go because regardless even if you did that you're still tough. yeah it doesn't matter even well, in a bunker listen i watched the movie i'm watching that tv show the rain do you watch that no. on netflix no. like the rain is like poison or something and they're oh, all living absolutely. in like bunk oh yeah. Yeah, yeah bunkers and, and they're turning into zombies the or something i don't you know really do is have like an underground hydroponic system but then where are you going to get the energy from from the ground. <laughs> oh, but then we're going to get more volcanoes. Yeah, right. That's oh, I guess you don't really want to dig underground. Yeah. So, who does? <laughs> so hold on. Is the fra We were talking about fracking. Yeah. By the way, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about right now all stemmed from a discussion on the fact that my mother yelled at me for last week's podcast. <laughs> and, I <laughs> and I'm still coughing. <clears throat> Probably more than I did last week. But last week my mother definitely started yelling at me for for swearing she even had one of her friends put a rating down saying i'm not giving you a five i'm only giving you a four because you swear too much so today i'm not emptying the jar to reuse our money i am going to attempt to not swear and i decided uh or to you know and it's not even on purpose and and i'm hearing that you know you know, using profanity as a sign of intelligence. There's some <laughs> studies on that, you know. I'll try to encourage you to be less intelligent Thank today. you. Thank you, Irina. I appreciate that. I, right. I'm, I'm going to. That's what I'm doing today. So, but hold on. We were talking about fracking. So I was going to use fracking. a different word. So many different things. And I yeah, stopped fracking. About, we're going to use That's the word That's how it frack. came up, right? And we're talking fracking. about fracking, which is, I don't because, of That's course, because, right, and then Battle, Battlestar Galactica, back in the day, used the word frack all the time. But fracking is like what we were saying, I don't practice know. Practice of, yeah. Of, of drilling like really drilling, yeah, without Is it the any, practice of over-drilling or just drilling? It's like without any conscious, uh, you know, 
what investigation awareness <laughs> or awareness or care or concern for what could happen and the impact on the environment drug came out or a new practice and and they were like well we don't need to do any kind of double blind studies we don't need to do any studies at all because we have to do this regardless or we're being told we have to do this so it's just like it's just irresponsible and they tend to do it in a lot of communities where they don't uh you know clean up efforts and the the whole process of it is very invasive to uh you know again the Ecosystem. geographic regions and the system of course yeah it, um, I can, in terms of our ecosystem we are definitely devastating things right and and what disrupting the delicate balance like how deep do these guys like how deep i don't know how well, deep we're drilling into magna and we're releasing liquid earth <laughs> molten liquid earth so, so yeah, it changes the pressure there you go. <laughs> so you're shooting the pressure in to break stuff up deep, deep down, and then we extract what we break up. Right. You know, I used to <laughs> and think. That's just one I of used the to think if we, we drill to... deep enough, we'd fall out of the sky somewhere else. Very possible. Isn't that the earth is flat? <laughs> the earth is flat. Isn't that going to happen? There's a whole no? group of guys going around. The earth is flat, people. Yeah. Did you know that? There's no. a whole earth is flat movement. Oh, yeah. What? Happening. Not there really. Is, there's oh, actually, an earth is yeah. flat movement yeah. happening. Yeah. Again? People that haven't, you know, traveled at all or seen sunset and gone, been in a plane while you Or been sunset. on the ocean. They were at Gage Park. The ocean, yeah. They were what? Yeah. At they were at Gage Par Park. Gage what? Park this weekend. Oh, they're yeah. Hamiltonian. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know where they're from. Worldwide. Yeah. It's like if you go on YouTube, this stems from like, you know. Are these like ancient religious people? No, no, no. It's hipster bros. They, well, they are uh, hipsters. Which I didn't understand. Really? <laughs> it's, it's, no, actually, it makes sense. Sorry. What makes sense? That the world is flat? <laughs> the hipsters are trying to convince Yeah, yeah, of course. That the world is flat. They're bored. <laughs> they don't have jobs. Just kidding. As good, if people make compelling YouTube videos, it's as good as scientific papers. I, sure. I feel like that's a true For thing. Sure. The millennial has felt. We're talking about millennials again. Yeah, we're gonna be. We're gonna, today is gonna be a day that we that's we cool. incite riots. We <laughs> we incite riots all over. But <coughs> sorry, <coughs> I don't know why. I, uh, what what? Tell me. Tell me. I feel bad for your coffee. I've been doing this since <laughs> April, oh, and I don't I don't know how to get rid of it. You are having oregano oil? Are you? No. You should definitely. It helps with pneumonia and bronchitis and so many other things. It burns. It does, but it's it burns worth it. so bad. I know, but maybe that's what you need, right? Well, burn. Yeah, sometimes burning need is good. Need the burn. So, not to get off topic. No, we can totally like get off topic. Burning that's, and all that. That's how we roll but here. But another potential natural disaster that we have, like just, you know, on the cusp right now is in the Arctic Circle. You see how rapidly everything is melting. Deteriorating. So, there yeah. are a few um, icebergs that are currently very unstable. And they're saying, depending on, you know, how much breaks off at a time, there are a couple of... Um, areas of concern where if these really giant bergs break off, they're saying that it could cause literally like a world flood. <laughs> well, or just like raising the sea level rise enough that like, what is it, 60, 70% of the population? They're saying like 10 feet. Yes. So <laughs> literally. So my yeah. thought is in this whole thing, I, I mean, obviously global warming, we've done a really good job in the last hundred years of screwing shit up. Ah, damn it, Which is Mom. why we, yeah. I don't know. Poop. In Trinidad, that's how they say poo. Shit is a regular word. Good, so thank you. There you so go. Then so pretend you're Trinidadian for I'm today. Tr I'm totally right? Trinidadian. Where's the pepper sauce? <laughs> I, yeah, that's right. I'm totally Trinidadian. I love this. Okay, but 
hold on a second. So, I mean, I, I kind of, yes, we, we've definitely made, you know, we were, I look at like how we treat our world is pretty Yeah, horrible. we've messed it up. We've totally messed it up. But I do think we go through ebb and flow, right? And that's, the, that's just the nature of things. And we've had mass disasters, right? We've gone Before. through ages. So we've we're, gone, at, we're, we're due, we're due man. for we're an extinction. An extinction, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? The earth will survive regardless. That's yeah. right. It's not going to matter. It's no. us. It's us. Yeah. That's where I feel like all these, you know, his, yeah. that's, that's why you should smoke as much weed that's as possible. Right. So, yeah. So just get high. So, I mean, I feel like that's how all these, you know, religious sects begin. They find some sort of relic from a world before. Yeah. That's been like it's dug up somewhere. Yeah. Hey, this is like the relic. Let's it's worship coming it. coming again. Ooh, yeah. really and it was just it's a previous civilization. That, like, so now with the way that we have technology and the way that we record records, if that were to happen, how would we know what we know now? And has that happened in the past? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I watched the 100. Do you watch the 100? See, I watch a lot of TV. You see between like... 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. I don't cable. sleep. I have no time. Yeah, it's Netflix. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> and in the 100, so like the world was like, their world like exploded. They're living on the spaceship and then they throw, they take like 100 kids who are, so who are like criminals but not really criminals and they put them on back on the planet to like, redevelop civilization but they realize there's already civilizations there who now have their own way of life. Oh my and, gosh. And one of them like, they they have like this commander, you know, of this ground group, and they and they worship like this like this. They think it's like some god, but it's like a computer chip. Mm. You know what I mean? And then they like insert this computer chip into somebody, and they're like, "Hey, now it's our god." Wow. But it's you know, but it's really just a That's computer chip, so computer chip from like an older civilization oh that they god. believe has powers, but really it just like does some like computer lighting up stuff. Wow. <clears throat> right. So that's what I'm saying. Anyway. Okay. Hey. All right. That hey. was a great introduction. <laughs> <coughs> all right. So, uh, hey, everyone, and welcome to this hey. week's edition of The Higher Estate. We've already gotten started. We're in the middle of our women in cannabis, um, woo, you woo. know, what are, what is it called when you, like, do a couple things? Series? Series. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Listen, I worked a merge last night. I'm really oh, tired. You must be tired. It wasn't too horrible, but I'm just exhausted. Crazy mm -hmm. story. So I'm 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 driving home. I get really tired. You can't you should you not would. drive. Yeah. There's a lot of evidence like that yeah. suggests, you know, driving post nights is the same thing as as driving, you know, intoxicated. And so and so normally I try not to. But I you know, I had to drive home. And, uh, and, and it, as I'm like, I start, you know, when you start babbling to yourself, when you get really tired and you're like, and, but then you don't remember what you said cause you dozed off for a second. So I'm at a light now. I, I remember going, blah, 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 blah. I'm like totally babbling to myself. I wake up and there's like a blue car, like turning into a blue car. I'm like, ah, anyway, I, I missed the car, but I stopped. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something. So I went and bought a box of Chips Ahoy cookies. And, uh, and, and and I literally ate three quarters of this box of Chips Ahoy yeah, cookies just to get through. Yeah, yeah, just to get home. It was wow. it was crazy. Anyway, that's oh night shift. Oh my gosh! How long you. is your commute? <coughs> it's about uh, twenty-five to thirty minutes from yeah. the twenty-five minutes in the morning from the uh, Jervinsky Hospital into Dundas. So I gotta go in back routes yeah. and all this other stuff. I'm sorry that I'm coughing. And still. when you're exhausted, twenty-five minutes is. 
hell. Eternity. You, it was yeah. eternity. Like it's a, and you're like it you're is. like doing this thing. You're trying to do everything. The windows go down. You're chewing gum. You're eating whatever's uh, left over in the car. Some coffee that's been there for three days, but it's still hot because it's forty degrees outside. So it feels like it just came off the kettle. So I'm like, it's still. <laughs> it must be new. And then and I got music blaring. You're trying to call uh-huh. any friend who can answer the phone. Your body was done. Body is done. Yeah. And and all and you're just shaking. And then your head goes like this, and you're trying to look through the bottom of your eyes while you're driving. Yeah, no, don't work night shifts. Sativa pens. Why don't you have a sativa <laughs> pen in the car? Right, so I can go to sleep even more. Now, yeah, can you imagine? Sativa. Just get, can you imagine? I could not imagine. It might have put you to sleep. It would like death. Been so done. Death, yeah. death. My and my leg. I thought so. At the end, I'm like I'm like a, like a quasi hypochondriac. So my leg started hurting by the end of the night of my night shift. So I'm like, oh, I have a blood clot in my leg. Oh my I had another patient with a blood clot. So I'm like, oh, I think I'm dying. <laughs> like, what's happening? My knee hurts. It was like, it was this whole thing. And it all happens after 5 a.m. Because everything's good. Like, we, you know, a normal night, you can stay up till 4 or 5 a.m. Like on a good, you know, hey, that's a good night. But like the 5 to 7 a.m., it's Ouch. like... One, you're like hoping that nobody else comes into the department, but it's always a code that comes in or a trauma yeah. between that time, and you have to be on your game. Yeah, like of you're, you do. and the good yeah. news is, like your body, the adrenaline kicks right back yeah. in. We're gonna get to you yeah. soon. We're no, talking okay. about me this right now. This is interesting. Are you kidding? <laughs> so, this is real life. Uh, what is it? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but like, I don't have cable, but I remember the name. You're hoping that I watch. I used. To, I like the first like three episodes. Iris Anatomy. Of, right. Of Grey's Anatomy. So you're hoping like that nobody comes in, but then this trauma comes in, and you have to be so super on your game, of course. And then the adrenaline and all the cannabinoids and everything, like the endocannabinoid system, yeah. kicks in, and and you're and you're like and you're like boom right on the game, and then and then and and you're taking care of this thing and it, person and it's. <laughs> It's now six in the morning, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm still gotta go." And you're doing somebody's doing CPR, and this whole thing is happening. And then, and and you walk out of the room. And next door is the patient who had to wait three hours because they had a sore throat, and they're yelling at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, and and it's six now, six fifteen in the morning. Like, why did I have to wait so long? So. Right. So, and you're like, oh my gosh, this it's it's kind of frustrating. Now, of, of course, course I still understand them. You know, people still, you know. Uh, the emergency department is, a, is, a, is so, such a different world. The environment is, everybody believes, and, and, and rightfully so, if you go to the emerge, for the most part, That's I hope, emergency. that you believe you have an emergency, right. in which case, to that person, they feel like mm-hmm. they are dying. Whether you know they are or not, right. it doesn't really matter, because it matters how they feel that they're, you know, it's their intent for, right. for showing up. So you somehow have to be sensitive to that when you know that, really just a sore throat and you just came out of the room where the person really was dying and and you go back and forth and it's that that yeah, stress that balance. Is, there, is there a timeline for how old you are as a doctor how much you can handle being in the ER for a long period of time the average lifespan of an eMERGE doc is about five to eight years I would imagine usually so eight years out. the max funny yeah. i <clears throat> yeah i um i'm uh, and hey everybody i'm taking a leave of absence from the emergency department Ooh. for a year Good for I just you. sent it in, yeah. Good for you. To yeah. help expand and grow synergy. Excellent. <clears throat> yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, I will, I, I've, uh, that's, that's happening because there was a big announcement today. There was a press release. Um, synergy is partnering. Synergy is going to be partnering with an insurance company called Epic. Oh, awesome. Um, uh, yeah, Evergreen Pacific Insurance Incredible. Company to uh, help people with the coverage of medical cannabis and all paramedical services, allied health services. So like yoga, Pilates, all the things that like help people 
that actually prevent disease. That's giant. And it's a really cool oh company God. that wants to get into that into that world. And uh, and so, you know, for a long time, I was wondering how can how can I expand synergy Incredible. without having to without you know selling to a licensed producer or being like sort of stuck in that world. And and we've uh, and I've always and you can said stay medical <clears throat> and like stay medical. Yeah. Wow. And focus on natural and health and wellness without just, yeah. you know, because cannabis is just one part For of sure. treatment. You know what yeah. I mean? So <clears throat> over, you know, over the last six months, I've been really thinking about how to do it. And, uh, and this opportunity came along and it totally jived with my, with what I was, what I, with the philosophy and ethos of synergy in Amazing. general. Full service. And so, yeah, yeah. So, so we're partnering with them. Um, hopefully closing around September time. But today came the press release, That's and incredible! Uh, Congratulations! And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so, cool. so I look forward to being able to access all of the other services. Yeah, too. so it's going to be it's going to be really cool. And so you'll have an opportunity as well to to look into um, look into the insurance benefits of and coverage for cannabis, Amazing. which currently doesn't exist. I mean, there are right. a couple places, but they don't have individual coverage. There's all these exclusions. Right. No exclusions. Zero exclusions. Wow. You you want the package? It's yours. <coughs> and so, <coughs> Synergy is going to be a leader in that, setting the guidelines and developing protocols for you know because you still have to prescribe it you know properly. So we're gonna we're going to uh, set that standard, and then other Amazing. companies will be able to come in and and join and and uh, yeah. So it's really cool, and they have a not for profit as well that's involved so it's going to be independent this is a private independent yeah in wow. insurance company so it's yeah so I, i'm not we're not bound to licensed producers and to to industry like they're still industry but they come at it it's a totally different angle it's not like uh you know it's you still yeah, different set of incentives. yeah totally different set of incentives so the uh your conflict of interests are totally minimized you know that uh so it's really exciting wow. anyway so that's happening and to do that I have to uh, I have to really focus on it and help them out. So I'm taking uh, that leave from uh, the ER. That's yeah. a huge move for me. It's um, a giant move, but it's this is the time. Kind of scary. Yeah. I'm super scared about it because I love what I do in Emerge, but well, we haven't even spoken about you yet. Hey, that's okay. Anyway, uh, this is all of our intro. Uh, yeah, I'm super scared about it because I, I you know I trained 13 years to to be an Emerge doc. Uh, and then did a fellowship in sports med. And really, I've used the sports med and the chronic pain and all that background through Synergy. And, you know, developed this whole system for eight years. But I trained so hard to be an eMERGE doc. And I love being an eMERGE doc. I still love it. It's just I can't work. I can't do the nights. It's demanding. It's super too it's demanding time, for me. Right? And, you know, it's super stressful. People think about, you know, first responders and all their PTSD and all their stress of, you know, of the police officer, of the paramedic, and of the firefighter and all that. And, and never they about forget that. about the physicians and nurses and staff that work inside of an emergency right. department. Just look at the people that even, even the... Um, the uh, the assistants who clean the rooms. For sure. Imagine For having sure. to go and do a terminal clean in a room of a patient that just had meningitis and you have yeah. to walk in there and clean the room. Absolutely. Like, imagine doing that five times a day. Absolutely. And then imagine seeing the person next to you, you know, who's dying and the person who's not. It's super stressful Absolutely. for everybody in there and people tend to forget that. So, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's really stressful. That being said, I thrive in stressful environments, but the night shifts and being able to do this, and I think my mission right now is to, uh, is to help the community and help this whole thing grow. And that's one of your things. All right, so now let's move on from me and let's get started. But that's very interesting. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to get started. I think I'm going to do the intro again. Hey, everybody, welcome to the higher estate. We're not going to go through any news, um, any any news stuff, except that, you know, legalization, October 17th. Yay. I don't know. I just kind keep, of. I, I, I read this thing, and it seems more prohibitive than it is right now. Oh, I don't want, you know, everyone's going to be in jail for 14 years, I think. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, you know, I, I did this post. Okay, I'm going off tangent no, again. Okay. I did this Good. post, and... Uh, in the post, I, I wrote, what is the point, you know, when you, when you read the objectives or the purpose of the regulations to support, support the, 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 the Cannabis Act, um, their goal, the main goal is safety, right? Is safety of population, safety of, you know, children. And what are they protecting and, them from? Right, and the, right. Yeah. So as soon as you say that, I once had this guy, Andrew, so on me. here. It's so offensive because it's offensive. What, it's it should be offensive to everybody because, yeah. you know, intent is really important. Yeah. Why don't you look at our wellness? For sure. What is good for you versus sure. what, like, who are you in, you know, this paternalistic world mm -hmm. where, you know, we have to protect you? Yes, certainly we need protecting, but I'd rather you look at what's good for me. Absolutely. From, come, come to the table with what is good for me not with what isn't good for me for right sure. the cup is half full not half empty for sure. and when you come at something yeah. from that that perspective even if the answer is the same thing the intent of it will help promote it in a much different way a thousand percent yeah it's the approach entirely and you know when we talk about the approach of things and legalization and everything you know the one thing that I keep talking about that I that really upsets me about this is that you know why was it made illegal in the first place no one ever talks about right. that so when we talk about you know safety and this and that you know we're still reinforcing these stigmas that come from where where do the stigmas come from no you know we're starting to address it and you know that's part of uh, why i'm on uh, that campaign that i'm on and, and what happened well you're gonna hold on i want yeah rena <laughs> high society supper club she's our awesome guest today can a warrior cannabis oh, advocate really excited to have you on we're doing canna crawl coming up i want to talk about all these things today so much so happening. that's who's here so what campaign are you on yeah so i'm part of a campaign called the campaign for cannabis amnesty yes um, and this is headed by anna maria anna nager and she is a criminal uh criminal lawyer and civil rights activist she's been involved in a lot of uh you know high profile endeavors and has recognized as so many people have and this is someone who doesn't even smoke she's not even a part of the cannabis community she's recognized the social injustices that have been done under prohibition for decades and i guess has uh, also a hundred years absolutely and the fact that you know we have this exclusive <coughs> system that allows only certain people to partake and enter and profit is just it's just a continuation of everything right so when we talk about again you know going back to stigmas and protecting people and you know Granted, we all know cannabis is not for absolutely everybody. Of course some not. people it doesn't agree with, and you know right. that's that's fair. But to you know paint the picture that it's some heinous you know criminal thing where you know God forbid a kid did get a hold of a brownie or something like really realistically what would happen? They're not going to die. They're not going to become psychotic or anything happen like that. They may get sick. It's possible they may throw up. You know because that's a lot for an infant, um, or they may just fall asleep or just you know have a hell of a time. If you've ever seen some of the young kids who use cannabis regularly use cannabis oil for their ailments you know it, it changes their outlook on life and next thing you know they go from being a really sad depressed kid to you know happier than ever and i always say that you know uh, well first I, I i'm not an advocate for for the you uh, like the use of cannabis in um 
in the minor, I want to say minor, in the what younger population. It? It's not that it scares me, it's that the medical association between things like early onset use of cannabis and psychosis is no longer a casual, um, a, uh, a correlation, a casual correlation. It's, it, there's, there's a, there is a absolute connection uh, and causal relationship between early onset cannabis use and something like psychosis, which I think is probably the worst case scenario. You're definitely not going to die. You know, we have a list in medicine of these one pill killers, you know, that kill oh, infants sure. and, and like yeah. aspirin is on that list. You have know? they confirmed that? Because I've done yeah. like lots of research. There was, there's, it's, it's pretty conclusive now. There's uh, there was a good... Because everything's saying correlation and <coughs> no they're saying that if you are predisposed, <coughs> right. it, could, it could bring it on quicker. Or 2017, it could if I had my phone here, there's a good... But I, I think I read the same study, and it still didn't say causation. No, they, they, it's a level. It was a summary of all the evidence. <laughs> uh, it was sent to me the other day, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was level, it's like level one. Hold on a second. I'll tell you the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's interesting, because that's something that I've, uh, anything that comes out on it, I, I always look for. And, and the closest I could find was that, um, read, you know, anyone who's predisposed read may this. have an it's earlier. It's called... Uh, Health effects of cannabis and cannabinoids, the current state of evidence and recommendations for research. Uh, national, published National Academies Press. It was really, it's a, it's a European, th it's really good. Uh -huh. uh, it's a European, um, oh, it's actually Washington, D.C., my mistake. It's okay. an American publication. It talks about all the great benefits like chronic yeah, yeah, pain. Of course. Even, you know, we even people say there's no evidence for chronic pain. I mean, it gives that as level 1A oh, yeah. evidence as well. So yeah. it goes through everything. It's pretty balanced. Yeah. But I think the one thing that, that is, that, that's probably what you should read. Yeah, the one thing I me. think that we have to be careful of is that there's strong evidence that there is a causal link between early onset cannabis use and psychosis in a predisposed population, of course. Onset for predisposed. That, but that's a giant, um, that's a giant uh, factor that people need to be aware of, right? Because yeah. right now they're, they're fear-mongering people they, into thinking that they can develop here. schizophrenia. Let, let me Without, actually read, uh, I'll read yeah. you that, that one part, because I think sure. that one part is super important. Yeah, um, but it's, uh, again, you know, those who are predisposed, which is a, a giant consideration. Right? Yeah, I, I don't think they actually, I think they took out predisposed from this. Okay. Um, conclusive evidence, blah, 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 hold on. Because <clears throat> this was something that was of super interest to me. Uh, I, I don't know if you know, but I used to be a social worker. And we have the same uh, burnout period, like five to ten years kind of a thing. Um, you know, so long story short, I left it after ten years. But uh, this was something that came up often. And so it was something that I read a lot about because I, I dealt with a lot of young people who had uh, bipolar, uh, you know, were experiencing um, the onset right around that age of... Uh, bipolarism and also schizophrenia and so this was something that we used to look at you know if their cannabis use had any impact on it you know did it help it, ease it did it you know what have you I'm sure that you've read that there are strains that actually um, assist people in CBD you know yes CBD yeah also, of course right like brings down yep. the incidence of schizophrenia but also really high amounts of can um, bring on episodes really high amounts as yeah. well. Yeah, so of... of CBD. Uh, uh, episodes. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, so there, I mean, there definitely are a lot of things. I'm looking for this one thing. I mean, I would read you, uh, everybody, I would read you all of these these oh, really so good... Much, I'm sure, no, yeah. this is really, con like, the conclusions they came to are actually really good. Yeah. Um, and they go, they go through high-level evidence, 
you know, there's high level evidence for this, moderate level evidence, low to nil right. evidence for X or Y. Right. Um, and I'm just looking for so that one. So high for the, uh, the schizophrenia. Yeah, I definitely like to look so, at it because, uh, you know, like yeah, I said, I've oh, read, for sure. like, I, I, you know. I'll just read you the high one. So there is, I'll just, we could just go through this forever until we, we finish, but I don't want to take forever. Sure. Um, so there's conclusive or substantial evidence that cannabis or cannabinoids are effective for one, treatment of chronic pain in adults, antiemetics and chemotherapy-induced uh, nausea and vomiting, improvement of patient-reported multiple sclerosis spasticity. There's moderate evidence for short-term help in sleep in individuals with sleep disturbances. And it says limited evidence for increasing appetite with HIV patients, uh, improving anxiety symptoms. So it goes through like that kind of thing. Uh, limited evidence for statistical association for... Uh, um, Improvement in, in symptoms with dementia or uh, intraocular pressure. No evidence for it helping in things like cannabis or whatever, or in cancers, etc. Even though there are, we just don't have any studies. Remember, this is just summaries yeah, of studies. Right, right. I'm just looking so for the one. Yeah, so that's important because I've read a lot of studies. Um, you know, when I was in the States, I back then, uh, you know, 15, 20-ish years ago, I would go to Wayne State University's medical school and read yeah. every study I could read that had anything to do with the word cannabis, marijuana, like, you know, I came up with all the different names and just looked them up. There were tons done on um, pregnant women, childbirth, depression, anxiety, like numerous conditions. And I'm going to again, agree read, with you. Like read the actual studies, not anyone's interpretations, but, you know, where you could see, you know, procedure, method, you know, what have you, the boring, uh, you know, literal scientific uh you know verbiage and and the conclusions were yeah like it, to me it was incredible because i actually did that on a mission to try and prove someone wrong the i think you just is, proved me wrong too, yeah and I, i'm going to admit that yeah so I, i'm going to read to you this what they said you. here that's awesome because yeah i've done a lot of it reading says about there's it. substantial so high level evidence there's substantial evidence of a statistical association between cannabis use and the development of schizophrenia or psychosis with the highest risk amongst frequent users yeah frequent users but it doesn't doesn't actually say it, it yeah. doesn't say in who in um it doesn't say in a predisposed population right. so they took that part out so i yeah. think we're both right okay. a little bit yeah, but it doesn't vague. say there's a causal relationship vague. it says there's a statistical association right and there is there's a there's a big statistical association again you know just like you said at the beginning causation doesn't necessarily correlation doesn't um you know, imply causation. So it's, but, there are strong co correlations. Very strong well, yeah, it's yeah. a statistical association. But then in the next sentence, it says <laughs> this. There's moderate evidence of a statistical association. They actually don't say causal relationship for anything. Yeah. They call, just call it statistical association. Yeah. Then says there's moderate evidence of a statistical association between cannabis use and better cognitive performance amongst individuals with psychotic disorders and history of cannabis mm, use. Interesting. So interesting, it can, co it can cause it. But at the same time, <laughs> if you got it, it already, it'll help your symptoms. <laughs> it'll help you think better. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's where we're at. Yay! Okay, so we got we got down that part. Got to the bottom of it. Okay, so uh, Amnesty International—that's what we were talking yeah, about before we got sidetracked. Amnesty. I do I agree? I'm, first of all, I think the 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 human who's running that she's she like props to her for for taking yeah. that on yeah. and for you for joining that. I know I signed a petition for it. Wonderful, thank you. Um, because I mean. I, it's it's so arbitrary. Don't you it find is. it so arbitrary? Yeah. Hey, we put Absolutely. everybody in jail. All of a sudden, yeah. we're changing it, and now nobody gets to has to have a criminal record for it. So yeah. Now the question then becomes, you know, if if law is changed, does it make the law different when 
the, does it change that it was illegal at the time that it was performed? And do we have an obligation as citizens to follow the law while it's still in place? I guess we don't if we don't believe the law is just. That's but where's where that line? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I go back to. Whenever we go back to this discussion, I go back to, okay, so can we talk about why it was illegal again in the first right. place? Yeah. And, and the fact that it should never have been illegal and that it was an entire system created to oppress a certain group of people. That's right. And that groups we're only now, only yeah. now admitting that and recognizing it. And all of these groups have come out saying, holy, this is... You know, I'm not going to swear because of the uh -huh. empty, right? Yeah, because we're, it's, keeping, it's, we're not swearing today, yeah. And uh, because Boosh. of that, <laughs> you know, uh, so it's it's great that people are recognizing it, but we still keep going back to, well, what about the people who were breaking the law back then? Why were they breaking the law? Who right. created that? Who made right. it a crime? You right. know, how about those people? How about we lock up the people right. who created a crime that never existed? How about we put them existed? on trial? How about that? For yeah, how Absolutely. come they're not? How come the rich white elite weren't put That's on trial? That's it. Yeah, just say it like it is. Say, say it like it is, yeah. Ira. Yeah, no, but I mean. <laughs> That, but that's what it was, right? I mean, it's I, true. I don't think we. I, I think it's we absolutely can, true. We, I grew up seeing this my whole life. It's not calling even just, a spade yeah. a spade. It's calling the ultra privileged that's individuals. What it is. I'm. I, I, I'm. I, listen. I'm the. I'm the yeah. least racist person. You know. I'm <laughs> not. Goodness. It's not about race. It's not about race, and it's not about. It's not about you know any of that stuff. It's just let's just tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just is. tell the truth, but and that's what it was about. It and, is. And they but did a really good job of holding it back. They did. And and creating you know I mean in Canada we know is like the you know the all had to do with the the uh, the opium riots in British Columbia that started the whole thing. Oh sure. Yeah. And, yeah. Which was which was horrible you know in history. I, it's funny I just re-recorded my lectures for my program yesterday and I I was going through the, I, I do a history of cannabis lecture. Uh, and I was talking about the um, what happened in North America. Actually, I even talked about colonial Britain and and what happened there with the Hemp Regulation Acts Acts Act of 1925, 927, something like that. I can't even remember. And it was all the it was they had pressure from the U.S. and League of Nations to create all that. They actually can't. Britain wanted to keep hemp safe. I mean, it was it was it was a money maker. It was the only thing that kept us independent from Russia. Because they controlled the whole hemp, the the hemp distribution, and in Canada, we we anybody in up until like the early 1600s, the Queen made it mandatory that if you had over 60 acres of land, you had to grow hemp on it. That was part of. I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. That was uh, Queen Elizabeth made yeah. it mandatory because it kept us into kept Britain independent from Russia. Look at how smart that was, right? Yeah, great. And so what the heck happened? Mm -hmm. So what happened was, you know, the ultra right elite yeah, came around to say we gotta, you know, if you want to keep a people down, you know, put them in jail. Thirty people do that. Keep put them in jail because <laughs> if you put them in jail, you can't vote. Absolutely. Can't vote yeah, when you're in jail. For sure. It was it was a genius system actually when you look at it. Yeah, it was genius. <laughs> and and right. all they had to do was flip it and now make it legal in certain aspects and it's it's really the same but thing. But that's what we're doing. Exactly I feel <laughs> like what we've done now we're you know, Abby last week or two weeks ago, she made a good point. She goes, You know, but at least we're legal. It's a good start. But, oh, it, sure. it may be a good start, but have we not come far enough to realize that we can skip phase one, two and three and just get to the end? Yeah. Like like well, it, yeah, but all, how yeah. about like when we legalized gay marriage? They, and, like, do we have to go through all that shit again to get to the point where it's just a human right? Yeah, because it's the government, right? And they've they've got to make sure they're doing it in the most profitable way for themselves. And the way to do that is to 
test everything out, try it out, you know, put all the restrictions on so nobody else can win the race, you know, keep keep the race at a certain pace and everyone stay behind and do this so that I can figure out if, if I can make it to the end and if I can, then you know what? Hang on, let me get there first, you know? Right. <laughs> that's that's yeah, it's, it's, the strategy. It's still that... It's still the control. I Absolutely. Like, I don't know how much money, I mean, I know the government's going to be, obviously, they're all making money off yeah. of it, but is it more of a control issue? Sure. Is it is it more of like that still, we're in that paternalistic, yeah. you know, I get to dictate yeah. what's mm -hmm. right for you. Or they would have come right off the bat and allowed us to apply for licenses. Right, and because that just makes sense. For sure. Yeah, you know, why? why would you want... You know, a bunch of other people who you know have uh, decades and, and centuries worth of knowledge beyond yourself to come into a market that you're just getting into when you know that they could, you know, potentially oust you from it. Right. I mean, they're aware that, uh, you know, the black market has great power right now. And black market's going to thrive in this in these conditions. The oh, way that oh, I sure. read these, these like, it's, you know, where's, where's uh -huh. it's in my bag. Like, let's be real. Who's, who's going to the OCS? None of us. And we're all regular cannabis right. consumers, so, right? It's, here, it's for the people I who got a copy. see it as a novelty. I got an early copy <laughs> of the... <laughs> Of the uh, this is the regulations and wow. support or support to support coming into force it's of like the a cannabis phone book. act. So it's 480 pages double sided. Ah, double sided. Um, yeah. It's more than four. Hold on, I tell you what it is uh, exactly. I don't oh know. my word! I don't know where the oh. I guess it. I don't know. It's lots of pages. It's massive and it's double sided. Yeah, half of it's in French, but. It's like incredible. It's, it's incredible, and I read these regulations, and yeah. all I'm reading is what's illegal and not yeah, what's legal. For sure. So, yeah, and I still don't understand what's legal. Yep. So, I like just it's so common. Why don't we focus on what we can do yeah. instead of always what we can't do? Yeah. It's it's this it's this mentality it's the that prohibitive thing, mindset. It's right. It's yeah. it's the yeah. It's the prohibition mindset. Yeah. That's what it is. It is. And yeah. I mean, I'm not a prohibitionist. I'm a physician. Uh, and so I believe, you know, do no harm. That's like, you know, do no harm first. But how do we, but you know, we know when the do no harm came from. Do no harm didn't even apply to women. It was written by some guy. That, yeah, the whole Hippocratic Oath didn't apply to, to anybody. It applied yeah. to, yeah, it says to the man. That's like it, at the well, time that right. it was. Yeah, if you look at the wording, right? Look yeah, at the yeah. wording. You yeah, just yeah. look at Literally. the wording. It didn't, yeah. there were no rights for other people yeah. at that look time. At, look at how recent we were able to, <laughs> <laughs> we, we <coughs> obtained the right to vote. <laughs> Not right. even a like, century yeah. ago. Right. Well, 1984, you're added to the Canadian Constitution. It just doesn't make any sense. So, but, but, so like these things are archaic. It's just archaic thinking. We can move so much further past that into our enlightened civilization around research and evidence. And if sure. we're in the enlightened era, which we are, because we we're in evidence-based, evidence but we are yeah. evidence-based. And so, where is that? Yeah. Why? Why is evidence-based a mandate for medicine, right. but not a mandate for governments? Again, like you said it control. It, and so I, I just, I think that's what it is. And they read the evidence they want to read. I mean, we're all about telling you what the risks, what the benefits are. We have to do that, mm -hmm. you know, but, but they don't have to do that. Or maybe they do. I don't know. I, but I'm reading these regulations and all it tells me is what I can't do. And I still don't understand what's allowed. <laughs> well, I, I think what's happening in, in our political um, environment right now <laughs> is giving us an indication of what happens behind the scenes right so mm -hmm. it, it's not necessarily about you know who's the most uh you know qualified or uh knowledgeable or uh you know expertise per se putting this stuff together right it's it's just uh 
a group of people who are employed <laughs> with a job right. who don't necessarily know any better than the other or, uh, you know, any better than their last job, if you will. But they're employed with a task and they're doing that within the confines of what they can refer to without really having any actual experience in the industry. So it's it's actually really interesting, you know, what you're saying. It's uh, I, uh, a group of people who literally know nothing. I mean, you hear the comments, you know, people, there's still, there are people within Health Canada's, uh, you know, uh, policy-making department who are still calling and referring to cannabis as the weed. Yeah, like, I know. You know what I, like, it's see, so crazy. These are, they don't even know what they're talking about, <coughs> so it's no wonder that the policies and uh, regulations that are coming out make no sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but then they have, you know, they say we had a task force. We had great people. They have smart people. They didn't use half of what the task force said. Why would you create a task force and then just ignore yeah, it? Yeah, they came out and they asked for um, people's opinions and advice and yeah. yeah, all of that. And and all of us wrote letters. I know that I wrote more than one. Great. You know, uh, that took me, uh, you know, a good amount of time to put together, you know, and I, I provided factual evidence for them and examples of other communities and places where they're utilizing, you know, this kind of a model and what have you. I got no response. Yes. Yeah, so how do you get your so, voice heard? In my opinion, they, they don't want to know. They, right. they want to try, you know, kind of like that, that 10-year-old who, you know, goes to a class, but he knows everything. And, you know, the, the instructor's trying to show him. And he's like, no, 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 you know, let me do it. And he breaks, you know, the sculptor or whatever it is, you know, because his arrogance takes over. And, and he just wants to be the one through trial and error, you know, to right. work it out so that they can say that they're the ones who figured it out and they did it. It's the same exact thing, right? They have to save face yeah. for them to consult with other people who, you know, and most of the people they're looking at are previous black market folks and, you know, those of us who have convictions and what have you and, and therefore, so, yeah. It's Civil disobedience absolutely. is, is, is I think, I mean, and we, we believe that, I mean, that's a right it's that necessary. we have. It's definitely necessary. It, in a non-violent, of course, change? way. It's the only uh, way yeah. change has in, ever been created. Yeah. Yeah, I, right? it's just it's just so difficult. As for me as a physician, I'm stuck in this really strange place because you know I'm a yeah, physician, you're so regulated. but I'm, I'm yeah. uh, but I'm but I'm also for me personally, I'm a community member. Right. I'm a human right. or you know a person or whatever. But then I'm also <laughs> yeah, this a doctor, and the the regulations or yeah. or what defines one as a doctor, which yeah. should be be a human first, right. um, doesn't always necessarily Applied. hold true. Yeah. And it's difficult. Civil disobedience as a physician is very difficult because you're. Regularly, and you can't, you can't, and like you, you have to follow guidelines. So I have to follow those guidelines, and within them, I try to find, you know, the ways to exert, you know, independence and to do what I think is is civilly correct. Right. Um, but it puts in a really difficult situation, yeah. it, and it's hard. And so I, I'm, I, I, and so I see these regulations, and I'm not sure. I, I still, <laughs> I don't get them. I'm not sure what to do. And why is it okay for Ontario and or BC and not Ontario? Absolutely. Like the whole thing doesn't make much sense it to doesn't. me. And and so I, I yeah. it's like up in air. <laughs> You know, I, and so that's why, I mean, hopefully they keep around the medical, you know, and you were just talking they before. They to. Of course they yeah. do. How can you not have a medical system? We, we have evidence here. You know what I mean? Like, Do they want people to treat themselves archaic. is my question. Like, are you just supposed so to go archaic. out and buy and try and experiment? Yes. I mean, which you can, so but. I'll tell you what, you know. It's I, a medicine. Give it the respect. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <coughs> so <I'm coughs> I'll cough too. <coughs> Thanks. <laughs> Guys, I've been coughing like 
April. I, I'm, I hope I'm not dying. I've had x-rays. Please try the oregano oil, seriously, okay. and read into it, like for bronchial I know, yeah, health. Yeah. I know you know about it I've, already, I've, right? I've used it before. I just, it, I, honestly, I touch it and it's like, yeah. like death. I don't even see. I got off topic. There's something no, else I read about, about for bronchial oh, health. Oh, yeah. What's it. the thing? OC. OCS. Right. The yeah. OCSS, whatever it's called. So OCS. these guys, um, they're they're not going to deal with medical at all. No, so I know some people that are helping run run the show over there. They're actually not even allowed to talk about medical. As soon as a patient comes oh, in, really? yeah, they're not hitting it at all. As soon as a patient comes in, I'm using for X element for my that. medical. Uh, they'll say, mm, we don't talk about medical, but here are some physicians or whatnot that you can You should go get see. your cards in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'd hope to be able to educate them yeah, so that, sure. you know, using my the care program. But that might be a good outlet for you, seriously. You know, every now and again, yeah. maybe holding a little um, sesh there right. or whatever, you know, uh, yeah. question and answer, you know, come and see us. You can book an appointment at our, that would be incredible. Yeah, it is. It's a good idea. Really, yeah. the OCS needs some sort of a complimentary service It's funny, I've trained all of like my that. competition. <laughs> there, I just gave them a great idea now as well. Hey, so dogs listening to this, get on in there. Get but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not concerned. You know, I, I it's You're weird because I, I also yeah. believe that, you know, I believe that, you know, rising tides float all boats. So, For sure. you know, I heard that once from Pete Saunders, if you're listening. Hey, yeah. that was what he said. Um, the, the truth is we're a community, so we all need yeah. to help each other. Right. And, you know, I find the difference between Canada and the U.S. In the U.S., in California, everybody just wants to help everybody. Here, oh, everybody good. has to be on top of each oh, everybody. Okay. It's like this push. Who can yeah. I push down further? Oh. You know, the Canadian way. But I find you guys aren't doing that and you're no, doing this can crawl. No. So tell me what you're up to. No, you know, tell me what you know, tell me what you're doing. What's High Society yeah. Supper Club up to? What's uh what's coming up with Canna Crawl? I know I'm gonna be you know, I'm gonna be We're involved gonna, with that. Absolutely. I'll come in from a medical perspective, For education. Sure. Yeah. I'll probably podcast yeah. from it. I need somebody Which to Which will be awesome. We can't wait to have you guys. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there who need information and they don't know where to go. Um, I know I've referred a lot of people here for sure and you know, being there and being a part of the community I think is going to be a great thing you know you guys are going to be one of you know dare i say you don't care one of the few entities there that are you know an actual legal company you know if you will and in, in the sense that um you guys can help uh and are already helping to bridge that gap because you know the unfortunate thing about our government we just talked about things have moved so slow because they're still figuring it out yeah. so in the interim how do we help people what do we do we figured them on the side it out that's like, it that's so crazy that's it yeah so so you guys are such an integral part and again we can't wait to have you and show people um you know what you're doing where you're at what you're all about because you know really you have your clientele but there are a lot of people still looking for this kind of service certainly yeah and they also and it's going to grow so tell me what so what is canacrawl <laughs> what i'll first yeah. i'll say like even in the in the lifestyle market, a lot of people are just against the you know you find a lot of this you find stigma on both sides sure. right you find the stigma on on the this the legal side saying you know oh let's stay away from cannabis so bad even though we're using cannabis and we're making money off yeah. cannabis but we'll stay away from the illegal entity because yeah. they're so bad right. but then I go to the that community side mm -hmm. and the community side saying stay away from the legal side because they're the so bad <laughs> so everybody's like the communication Everyone's between hating the on two, each other you know and then you get the flip flop we go back to it's good it's not bad I'm sort of trying to sit in the middle because I like both you know right. I love the community right. and I believe in the legal aspect. Right. So, 
Uh, so it's a difficult, and those lines of communication, right. so hopefully we'll be able to open them at something sure, like yeah. Canacrawl. So tell me what it is and where it is, when yeah. it is, how what's happening yeah. with it. So, um, you know, it, it's an effort to help bridge that gap, you know, which is exactly what you guys are doing. Canacrawl is an opportunity for a lot of the craft vendors and, and folks who don't necessarily get a ton of exposure, and also for some of them who have been out there, who have been earning a living this way and uh, creating a name for themselves because they've been helping people for years on end. And they have massive clientele and they have massive yeah, what are they going to do come exactly. legalization like what's going to happen to this well you know we're hearing that they are going to be embracing micro they are uh, 1250 square feet for yes, micro producers you can get a license for that for sure so i think we're going to see a lot of the craft companies stepping up which is fantastic everybody deserves the opportunity here. yeah hold on yes. I, you know if you take <laughs> the one out of my bag I think I wrote some notes on it. Hey. You see, I'm the guy that actually reads through these that things. That would be great. But I only skim through these things. Yeah, so I encourage people to go for it right away because, uh, you know, we don't know exactly how it's going to roll out or, uh, you know, maybe they're going to see how well put together people are and that uh, people are able to, you know, reap the benefits right away. And maybe that's not appealing to them anymore. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, just like anything else, you know, go out now, get it, you know, uh, start looking into um, the applications or what you need to do to set your ducks up in a row so that when, you know, that stuff starts coming out or the applications are put out, uh, you're in a position where you're not going to be, um, you know, uh, too far behind schedule and, and you can... Microprocessing license. Yes, that's Dun -dun -dun -dun. it. That's it. Hold on, I yeah, found it. Which is incredible because... A holder of a license for microprocessing. Yeah. See, but then they talk about must... They don't say how to do it. It's no, not even how to do won't. it. They don't even they say what's legal about it. No. But then they tell you what you're not allowed to do. Okay. A holder of a license for micro microprocessing must maintain documentation of demonstration, blah, blah, blah. Well, how do you know what the heck it is? So there's a really cool component of the microprocessing. Um, They're allowing microprocessing anyways. Yes. Microprocessing so, license is and, what you can get. And you can grow within that, right? So Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing, is that it's not growing Section by plants. It's growing by square footage, Correct. which is incredible, which is what feet. they do in a lot of the different states. So uh, it's it's done by your Stack canopy, growing. the size of your canopy. Oh, incredible, no, 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 right? No, no, no. Yeah, so that changes the game entirely. It's a huge game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's let's yeah, we got we got Tyler. An here, expert who's like over an here. Expert yeah. grower, master grower. Right. Mm. You know, you should come and sit yeah, down here, should. Tyler. Where's your where's the mic? <laughs> I moved the hum. Can you share mm. this one? No, that's, that's oh, yours. Sorry. Listen, you're special. Oh, you get oh, your own. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> so But that's really cool and, and so, something that yeah. I like to pursue for sure, and I encourage people to do so because can you imagine? So now you are providing creating the product that you're using to process and create your product. Yeah. And there's no cap on the amount of product that you can create to process and create your product. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is Which is really good. Do they even realize what they're doing Which, is my question. No. Keep it a no, secret. I, Go can't. get your apps in. Just do it. And when they figure right. it out, it'll be too late. They're going to have to grandfather us all in. Right. So I'm saying just do it now. <laughs> so it makes sense, by the way, Tyler. It's something we should think about. Yes. Yes. you're growing. You should be a micro, micro. You can do micro well, process. Already, already thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Yes. So there are some good parts you're saying to this whole thing, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm stuck. Like yeah, there are the some good things, but this is a new, um, I, you know, revelation. I've got if you zero will, right? green fingers. 
I try growing, they will die. You don't need green fingers these no. days. You can hire people. I know, I can hire people. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like for me, it's the whole process of doing that thing. I'll, I'll leave the expertise to growing to the people that are that know and love doing the grow. You can show up in an apron that. once a week and pretend that it's, you right. know, your thing. <laughs> that too. Right. Then you can teach them. Exactly. That's what Tyler... So Tyler... Um, we'll come back to you, Tyler, in a second. I, <laughs> you know, you're, you're Tyler. No, you're just here. Are you, because he's fixing you up, getting you involved in all this yeah, business, awesome. setting you up. Um, so when, yo, oh, you're live now? Oh, hey, I thought you were still getting set up in there. So hold on. So Tyler, Tyler is a Canicare specialist. He works at Synergy. He come from, he came cool. from the LP world. He was one of the growers at specific LPs or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's been gro growing for a very long time. He's excellent and super at education. So he's going to be doing that education. Cool. He's going to take on a consulting role excellent. as well for those who want to learn how to grow. Um, it's going to be a big need. It's going to be a yeah, big need. and for home growing. Absolutely. You know, like for the micro cultivation. So what for do you sure. see? Like what do you see? You're what do I see? Yeah, what do you see? What's going I see a lot of people I see a little silhouette of a man learning to grow and actually growing their own medicine rather than going to certain stores to to get it as in the Ontario cannabis store. Yeah. I would like Do you to think see that's going to I think everybody's still going to go to these stores. I think people OCS, are going to go. I think people are going to go out of curiosity. Yeah. But but regular, you know, consumers like Tyler and myself, you know, mm -hmm. probably won't be frequenting it as much because uh, let's be real, we can get better prices, we can, you know, see, smell, taste uh, the product mm -hmm. that we're accustomed to obtaining, you know, we we are You're going to be able to smell it. They say they're going to have samples in, in the oh, store oh, sample that's smelling. That's interesting. Yeah, they said they're going like to have a sample, smelly jar a little smelly jar. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I just heard this. You, I just heard. I I know this because of X, Y, and Z. But okay. they're going to have. I wonder how they're going to do that. So will they have like a jar that you open up and you smell yourself? It's like set at up every like an Apple store. They're mm -hmm. going to have a wide range of products, the whole spectrum, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to sample and ask questions. And I know they don't want you seeing the product. So is it going to be? I think you're going to be able. Oh, it's a good question. I think you could see it. You just. Yeah, I think you're allowed to Interesting, see it. Interesting, yeah. right? They don't <laughs> want, it's just like cigarettes, right? They don't want anything displayed. No, but they, in, they don't want anything displayed in a store that doesn't allow people or that's, that can be appealing to a child, like a okay. minor who's able to get into the store. Right. So if the store is only for 18 or 19 years plus, then I don't mm -hmm. think, I think you're allowed to see it. You just can't advertise. It has to look sort of like the money jar. Yeah. Like this, let's go, <laughs> you know, where's the money jar at? And then you'll just, you know, they say they Kinda may have it. samples, smell it. They'll have full terpene profiles. They've like they're mm -hmm. gonna have it's gonna actually I may be okay. Who's yeah, I guess they're gonna have to be. They didn't choice pick it. Out yeah, of I totally badge. agree right. with you. If you're oh, going for point. large scale. Put that thing closer to you. If you're going for large scale, it's gonna be different each quarter pound. For sure. Because so, each plant's gonna be different. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, that's where LP that. struggle, and they're trying to create a consistent product, but they can't because it's organic. Right. Oh, that's a good point. So they may have like they took the best nug. Mm. They're like here, small prize buds. And yeah. then the prize, yeah. yeah. And you're gonna end up with like here's my little, my little bottom of the barrel. And it's gonna I just got an order too. of cannabis from an LP actually, and I was not very pleased. I won't name any names. But no, don't. Over dry. Mine over dry. too. All the Tiny buds. Are dried right out of it. Yeah. It crumbles in your hand. <coughs> and if you look on the bottle when it actually was yeah. packaged. It was many, many months before. Oh, boy. Really? Wow. Wow. So. That's fresh. You can tell instantly. It smells like hay. Yeah. Yeah. Smells like the facility it was packaged in. It doesn't smell like cannabis. Really? 
that's, that's what, what I'm thinking is going to happen with the OCS samples because how often are they going to change them? They're going to end mm-hmm. up being stale. Yep. You know, is it going to have a lid? Is it going to be cemented down or bolted somehow to a thing? Is it going to be, you know, are they going to have associates that will have a sampling tray that they go like I how are they going to do this loose because then someone could get it right? that's what i'm saying someone could easily not take in it. ontario anyways mm. i think bc they're allowing a whole lot like the the laws are so much more so lenient. different it's just so, so crazy yeah. so how are what are you going to do um you know what's the high society supper club doing mm-hmm. like how and 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 how are you you know what's happening there so yeah. canna crawl's happening yeah I so guess come on down well we don't know where yeah. when how tell yep. some Plug yep. it. Let's hear so it. When is it? Canna Crawl is happening July 21st. It is here in Hamilton. We will be releasing the location the night before, but we are featuring over 30 craft vendors and other service providers, uh, artists, you name it. It'll be a, you know, a wonderful market and information um, gathering, if you will, uh, a bit of a party because we have awesome music planned and the one thing that's going to make this really different is that we are reopening our restaurant for service. Wow. Um, you know, we have been closed for a couple of years to focus on the private dinner parties and, you know, all of the events we've been doing. But people have been asking, you know, oh, my God, when are you going to open a restaurant? Well, I have a restaurant, but we closed it so we could do this because I'd be there now <laughs> if, wow. you know, if it was open. So we're going to open it for a can of crawl. That's you know, cool. It'll that's be amazing. staffed. We'll have uh, tables in the back and in the front. Very limited menu, you know, yeah, so yeah. that my staff can keep up and what. But, but it will be offered in few and non-infused. Wow. So uh, this will be a, a first for Hamilton for sure. That's huge. That's huge uh, for sure. You know, and not the first in Canada because there have been a, a couple other restaurants that have come out and done their thing. You Isn't know? there like uh, somebody <laughs> here that, uh, I mean, Tracy was telling me they did some dinner somewhere. Was that you that they went probably to? Me. Probably me. Yeah, it was you. probably me. Yeah. Oh, that's really in, cool. in Hamilton. Right now, um, as far as I know, I'm the only one in Hamilton doing it. There are many other supper clubs that have sprung up in the last year or two. Cool. I watched some, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, like, yeah. just like you said, your comment, you know, more um, more tide floats, you know. Rising tide. Rising tide floats all boats, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in my opinion, you know, embrace it. You know, it allows me the opportunity to be able to go and have dinner elsewhere. You know, and I said this a year ago. Oh, my God, you know, my goal is, you know, to see supper clubs everywhere so that it can be a regular thing. We're trying to normalize this, right? right? Um, why it's such a pigeonholed, uh, you know, endeavor or entity or preference or hobby is beyond me when it's it's really you know such a it's a part of life that should be incorporated everywhere you know sorry if i can touch really quickly back on um we were talking about kids and you know cannabis and all of this so you know again it is a different perspective because you know i i come from the caribbean obviously right uh and people who have used cannabis for a long long time and many people who give it to their children as a nutrient because there are more uh, it's it's actually the more really? most nutrient dense green yeah, out there. It, there dense. there are no other greens that beat the amount of nutrients that are, that are really? in the cannabis leaves. That, that's so, probably good to know. So mm-hmm. not just uh, you know the Hindu religion, but the Rastafarian religion, many other religions um, utilize cannabis leaves in everyday. Leaves um, are, yeah, leaves are fine. So raw leaves as well as processing it when needed for medicine. And you know if it was a a causation thing then you'd see a lot of caribbean kids i think you know developing schizophrenia bipolarism how is the mental i don't know how mental health care is in the caribbean um uh, everything's terrible in terms right. of health care. Yeah, so, right. So, I mean, maybe it's just not reported. I, but I don't know. Possible. It's that's possible. That's very possible. I, I mean, I'm not taking the perspective that it's wrong. But I think you'd see wrong. more. 
I'm sure you would. If cannabis was so bad and 43% yeah. of every population uses it or used it lifetime, we'd see the numbers, we'd see people For die, sure. every, like we'd yeah. see bodies piling to the sky. We don't. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So it is, it, you know, we still have to know what we're putting into our body. And we know that the, and I'm not here to defend <laughs> or reject. I'm just simply stating the evidence that, sure. uh, that, that we have to be careful and you have to be mindful when cannabis is used in a younger population. You have to be sure, mindful about it. but you have to be mindful about sugar because they could develop diabetes, right? I'm not talking about sugar. Like, or no. anything. Sugar yeah. is no good. I think we can all argue sugar is probably Aspirin. number one. Sugar, Aspirin's more harmful. Sh sugar is the n probably number one killer in the world. For sure, So yeah. I'm not talking about sugar now, yeah. though. I'm talking about cannabis. We're talking about cannabis, yeah. <clears throat> not talking about sugar. Yeah. We can talk about but sugar another if time. If we look in terms of harm, you know, again, in comparison to literally anything that's out there, like the... That you would use as an alternative to cannabis, it's safer, certainly. A thousand percent. I, I don't think yeah. that's the argument. The argument that my argument that I'm, or the, what I'm talking about right now, is that you need to be mindful and that there still are side effects to cannabis that can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And psychosis is one of those ones we really have to be careful about. Yeah. There aren't many. I mean, I think that's probably yeah. the worst case scenario. You know, and um, the onset for those predisposed, yeah, yeah. maybe not yeah. predisposed. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we uh, yeah. maybe not predisposed. That's up in the air still, yeah. <coughs> I don't know. See, you're, I like this up in the air yeah. business. You, you know and I why? are going back and but forth you know here. Why? I don't think it's up it's, in the air. It, for me, it's <clears throat> been of interest to me for uh, about As 20 a years. Worker, yeah, yeah, because, like I was saying, you know, back when I was a social worker in my 20s, this was something that came up often. And so I made it my, you know, it was my mission to, to find everything I could to confirm that, yeah, of course, this is where it's coming from, duh. But there was nothing that indicated that, like absolutely nothing. I'll and send you about 30 studies. Yeah. Now, I'll, there's but a, lo the, there's the, a lot of They're probably studies. ones I've read. They're yeah. probably ones there I've are, read already. Maybe. You know? Could be. I mean, I just read you the, yeah. a summary of the evidence. And, and that's how uh, they all which, read it, though. Like, it, right. it, so nothing implies, nothing indicates that there was a... There's a strong statistical association. It doesn't association. say causality. That's it. Uh, so yeah. I don't just... So that I think I agree which with I, you Which on. is a thousand percent true, took, because I, I've seen it. But it also took out... And you were it, it arguing. Also took what it did out. it take out? What, it, what part it did it take took out? out? So we have to agree. Yeah. Right. It, it also it said doesn't say one way or the other. It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say in predisposed population. It doesn't. You're okay. Right. Good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we agree. High five. <laughs> High five. Okay. High right. five. Now, anyways. Okay. 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 So we're gonna we're gonna find the middle ground. But the middle ground is truth. <laughs> yes. Yes. We will, and we'll get there. We'll get there one day. <laughs> All right. Fine. But, well, yeah. folks. I don't know. What do you have to say for your last? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I used cannabis at a very early age to get off of Ritalin. Because that's why you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I that's hire how I only ADD I people here. I used cannabis at school when I wasn't taking Ritalin. I realized I was just as focused yeah. when I took my Ritalin or if I smoked cannabis. Ritalin gave me side effects like my stomach is headaches, not the best. Loss. Headaches, weight loss, last appetite, all of those. Cannabis helped me with all those things. Yeah. And I was young. I was... 15. So right. Mm -hmm. Didn't do anything to me. Right. Well, uh, I can add no, to that. You know, it's enough. funny. Um, again, going back to my social work days, and that was the, the age of the population that I dealt with. I can't tell you how many times these kids would skip school and not show back up to the residential facility for a couple hours, completely stoned, completely stoned, because they had skipped school to get high with their friends. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, 
not an issue with them that night. And these are kids who normally we'd have to break up fights amongst. Um, you know, sometimes the cops would have to be called. Many of them were on Ritalin. Um, gosh, there was like a whole list of medications for their anxiety, depression, uh, you name it, right? Because these are mm -hmm. wounded kids, right? Yeah, a lot of them of were a lot of them were wounded and uh, what have you. So the n Again, being a social worker, you know, we weren't allowed to advocate for cannabis and this, that, mm -hmm. and the other. Even though we all knew the truth, we saw the difference with the families, you know, who were dealing with other, uh, you know, issues or addictions or what have you. There was no comparison. And these kids who would show back up stoned, I, like, I'm not kidding. They were so cooperative for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. They would gauge their peers. You know, they were jovial. They were happy-go-lucky. They went they'd go to bed on time. Like, it was incredible to the point where we'd laugh and be like, oh, my God, can mm -hmm. we just, like, start... Can we put cannabis in the food? You know, can we, can we can do we, this? Can, can we, we do this? Cannabis you know? into the water? Stone. Can Honestly. we? Can we encourage them without anyone knowing? You know that we're encouraging them to smoke. Well, but then, I was you know. like on Ritalin. I was suspended from school well over twenty times and expelled from one school. Yeah. Started using cannabis. No suspensions throughout all my high school. Career. I've seen it. I've None. seen Bro, it. Like, I've one. seen it. Like, and I've told so many people. Out, so. I was on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Cannabis, I was a high school you. dropout. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Or Riddling, I mean, yeah. high school draw. Cannabis, I was hacky sack out front. <laughs> and so I wasn't I far still away played, from that. I still played rugby. <laughs> yeah. so. I was a golfer. I played yeah, golf. That's right. Mm. And some people it doesn't work for. There are some people who take it and they have a different reaction and it's too intense for them and it makes them too introspective and they can't take dealing with themselves. And right. that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, is it's showing you that, you know, you need to work on some stuff, you know, yeah. get comfortable with yourself. And then, right. then you won't have an issue, you know, anywhere you go with whatever. But it's, you know, it's, again, it doesn't work for everybody. But right. what Tyler said is what I've seen the majority of the time. And, you know, I've worked for numerous institutions as a social worker. Well, we worker should do some more studies. Yeah. We should do some yeah. large, if, every, if, mm -hmm. if anybody uh, is listening who wants to fund big studies, hey, let's do them. I'm doing studies yeah. now with Cannabis Research Associates, my research yeah, company great. there. And mm -hmm. we're looking at cannabis for opioid replacement. We have oh. like... Yeah. yeah. So we have like 90% of patients have decreased their opioids and like nearly 60%. We're over 500 patients That's into this study. wonderful. Have Jeez. decreased 100%. Yeah. So it's pretty massive, the results that we're getting, and For it's sure. really cool. Mm -hmm. um, it helps with alcoholism too. It helps it, I mean, to it, reduce it the help, symptoms It can of help withdrawal. with it. I, I don't know. Like it can, DTs? It keeps it, people out of DTs, it, it which is amazing. possibly can. There is some interaction between ethanol and it's P4. You know, cannabis is uh, the cannabinoids are uh, metabolized by your site 450. Uh, P450 enzyme system like within your body mm -hmm. uh, so it can help in certain ways um, and uh, and so there's potential there we just need to do more studies we have enough harm studies already that we know that there's a lack of harm to cannabis mm -hmm. but we still need to do larger studies strain specific studies and uh, on the and larger randomized control trials yeah. we're in an evidence of we're in an era of evidence and we spoke about for that sure, earlier yeah. earlier on and yeah sure there is something to be said for um, for uh, for experiential and that, right. but experiential. Like Carofalin specifically, uh, uh, yeah, right? Is, is the, exactly. uh, the terpene that helps with addiction. Could be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to do more studies on all of these yeah. things. What I know is that experiential evidence works for an individual, but doesn't work for a generalized population. Well, let's do 
and yeah. so if you want to do if you want to if you want to do you know if you want to generalize something you got to make the study you've got to do something that's generalizable which means you've got to do the studies and we can do it we just need the funding for the studies and mm -hmm. you know we can run those things uh, i appreciate sure. you guys for coming on yeah. today uh, i had an awesome <laughs> time we had a great conversation You're kicking us up already <laughs> yeah i know right it's listen we've been on for like how long over an hour yeah. this is awesome this is so much fun I, we could do this all the time is there anything else you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, so go. those of you who have not signed the Cannabis Amnesty petition yet, please go online. Where? www.cannabisamnesty.ca and we are going to be, is it dot, sorry, is it dot com or dot ca? Gosh, I can't even. Google it. I think it's dot ca. We'll Google <laughs> it. Google we're going to Google, no, we'll Google, up. we're Googling it right now at our clinic. Before. And we're going to be at the Leaf Forward meeting on uh, July the 25th, which is at the Center for Social Innovation on Bathurst Street. Um, you know, a very cool cannabis event if you if you can make it out. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about all the new things cannabis. Not invited to any of these things. <laughs> you know, I don't get invited. Anything. If I wasn't a part of it, I might not know. No, I'm kidding. There's so much happening now, though. It's really tough to keep up. People, Literally, let me know what's happening in the cannabis world. There are numerous events happening on the same days now. Literally. There's Weekend. so much happening now that every, like, Saturday, mm -hmm. there might be two or three events to choose from, and sa Sunday as well. What's well, the... It's uh, cannabisamnesty.ca. Thank you so much. Cannabisamnesty.ca. Check it out. Please Sign do. the petition. I've signed the petition. I've also... Thank also, you. check out Cannabis Retreats. Cannabis <gasps> Retreats yes. is coming to Canada. Yes. Uh, we're coming from California. They look so cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, the Labor Day weekend. We're, we've got sponsors. It's going to be, uh, we're going to have a, a Labor Day party there. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's really mindful. It's really about education. It's really yeah. about the community. And it's really about experiencing, uh, you know, the cannabis community yes. in general in a mindful sense. Yes. So uh, check it out at... Uh, also www.cannabisretreats.com and uh, check out Instagram Instagram Cannabis Retreats uh, it's going to be really awesome time and uh, you get here certified so you get a lot of education in there um, I'm going to be teaching the history of, we'll do the history of cannabis cool. we do science of cannabis dosing Tyler's going to be teaching the oh, growing cannabis you can have clones there mm -hmm. so <coughs> and uh, Sari, my partner in uh, California, she's going to do the spirit of cannabis. Oh, so awesome. bringing the, you know, how, how we interact with the plant as a human. Right. And uh, it's uh, all part of care. It's going to be a lot of fun and exciting. And uh, it's at... It, uh, in, in Hockley Valley. Hockley Valley. It's be a beautiful location. Anyway, all-inclusive for five days. Check it out. Come out. Join us. Check it We'd out. love it. Looks amazing. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This was a fun episode. I'm going back to work nights in the merch. <laughs> Aww. Peace. Have a smoke before you go. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Vape. 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 Right, 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 right. And just notice, hold on, did you turn me off? Okay, just notice that I did not use profanity today <gasps> you did at great. all. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, yes, you're welcome, Mom. I want all those fives go out and rate it. Uh, awesome. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. That was fun.